Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury, and thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast your home for professional development. This is TeacherCast Podcast, episode number 205, and I got to ask you if you guys out there are thinking about becoming an entrepreneur or going into business for yourself this year, this is going to be the show I want you to listen to. We've spent all summer talking about building your brand and creating this whole entrepreneur thing for yourself. I want to remind you guys that we have a great channel set up over on TeacherCast just for you. If you go over to www.buildyouredubrand.com, we have created a great little landing page where we are helping you guys out. We've got a full 15-day online course and a lot of other exciting things over there to help you guys create a little side hustle. And that is just what we are talking about today. I want to bring on somebody who is a composer, a writer, an author, a a videographer, everything under the sun. He is a fantastic guy, and I can't believe he is on the show today. My friend, Shane Durolf. Shane, how are you today? Welcome to the show. I'm great, Jeff. How are you? And thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. I want to do another quick introduction on this because you have created an amazing program, one that my almost, almost six-year-old triplets have absolutely fallen in love in called The Big Word Club, and you're also the author of some great books. Now, it doesn't take, uh, you know, a lot to get a, a child's attention these days, especially over the summertime, but the stuff that you guys are doing on YouTube, the stuff that you guys are doing in print, I gotta tell you, is pretty awesome. Tell us a little bit about yourself, and tell us about Big Word Club. Sure. Big Word Club basically is trying to address a very large problem in America, and that is that kids from low socioeconomic homes hear as many as 30 million fewer words than their more affluent classmates by the time they're three years old. Because we learn by hearing, we don't learn what we don't hear. And therefore, poor kids know anywhere between 400 to 700 fewer words by the time they're four years old than more affluent kids. And so they start behind. And unfortunately, kids who start behind tend to stay behind. And these kids never reach their potential. So what we're trying to do with Big Word Club is to creatively and in a fun, fast, easy to implement way, help parents and teachers introduce their kids or their students to a new big word every day of the school year. And you're doing that through a number of different platforms, right? You've got animation going on. And the animation stuff is absolutely fantastic. It is a combination of, of, of 2D, 3D. It reminds me of some of the uh, of. You know, some of the things that you would see on the on the big screen. Talk to us a little bit about the platform of Big Word Club. How do we find it? And, and how can teachers and parents bring Big Word Club into the eyes and the minds of their students these days? Sure. Well, easy enough to find bigwordclub.com. Um, we invite every parent and every teacher in America of three to seven-year-olds to please go online, sign up for a free seven-day trial, and kick the tires. Um, as you know, Jeff, your kids have been playing with it for a couple days. And um, our approach to education is we try to make it fun. And um, when we make it fun, kids are engaged more, more and longer. 
I love the concept, and I want to dive deep into this because you clearly saw the need for something in education. You saw the need to engage students in a way that they couldn't help but learn. And so many teachers out there have these same needs, and they want to do something in their classrooms. They want to figure things out, and you, you're doing that. So let's kind of open up this whole concept here of, being an entrepreneur, starting this out, kind of going it on your own, how do you define the term entrepreneur? Everybody seems to do it differently. What's your definition? Um, uh, I, I basically consider myself an entrepreneur because I think I am um, very difficult to hire. <laughs> so, so if I'm going to survive um, – and not live under a bridge, which which I'd rather not do if I can help it. I needed to create something that I thought has value to the world. And I've always been drawn to educational entertainment. Back in I was I was a partner in a design company in New York way back when. It certainly feels like another lifetime ago. Um, in in my mid thirties, and I'd always had this dream that I wanted to create children's television and write children's books, not knowing how to do either one of those things. But I didn't want to become. I didn't want to turn seventy one day and say, "Well, maybe I could have done it." So after a, a full year of deep introspection, I decided that I'm going to try. I sold my interest back to my partner in the company. My family and I moved up to Woodstock, New York, where I set about creating my first kids TV show and writing children's books. One of which is the book I shared with your, you and your kids, The Crayon Box That Talked, which to date, been lucky enough to, to have sold close to 2 million copies. Wow. I didn't know that. That is an amazing, amazing story. And, uh, you know, j just a little background, Shane and I had talked for the last couple of weeks. He sent me one of his books and my kids have been loving it. And we've read it just about every night, actually, um, because not only is it entertaining, but it also has a message to it S with, with teachers out there looking to take their passions for education and put them into a business model. What advice do you have for anybody that's sitting there going, should I try it? Should I not try it? How do I try it? What is that first step that a teacher should do? Well, the, the, the thing that I, that I've used and I recommend everybody use is if you haven't already read it, go buy Jim Collins book for um, good to great for, uh, from good to great. Um, and it basically has this, these three circles and they're three circles that ask three questions. What can you be the best in the world at? What are you passionate about? And how do these two things make money? What's the economic engine and where these three circles intersect? That's your business. That seems pretty easy. You know, it's 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 easy until you try to, to really do it. Um, you know, you think about what 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 am I great at? You know, what am I great at? Um, that's a difficult question to answer, um, but I think it's one that that can help any um, budding entrepreneur um, really find their song, if you will, their 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 unique talent that they have to bring to the world, and then. What do they really care about? 
And and how do those things, how can those things, those two things make money? When you put those three together, you've got the basic, the, the, it's the secret sauce. So what I want you guys to do out there is I want you to, number one, head on over to buildyouredubrand.com. I've got a little sign-up sheet. And, and send me a message. What is that thing that you guys are doing that you think you can be the best in the world at? What are you passionate about? I'm, I've, I've got a lot of teachers that over the, over the last couple of weeks of listening to these shows have emailed and said, look, I am a fantastic kindergarten teacher. I want to do something to help out the families of kindergartners so that way they're better prepared for first grade, for second grade. How do I help them out in their reading skills? I, or I have you know music teachers that say, I really like working with students and, and helping teach these instruments. How can I take that to the next level so I can go above and beyond the classroom to really share my passions with a bigger audience? And at the same time, you know, there's that third question. How do you support your family with these passions? We want to hear from you guys. Of course, you can always check us out over on Twitter at TeacherCast. And again, all the references for everything we're doing is over on buildyouredubrand.com. But Shane, those aren't the only things that you need to be thinking about, right? Like we, we have to be coming up with a plan to do stuff. And we really have to be coming up with some of the more, you know, we talked about this earlier, some of the more psychological things about this. You guys just don't sit down and say, I'm going to build a cartoon. You guys have to have some kind of formula for what makes a cartoon. How, how am I going to use this cartoon animation as a vehicle for teaching Talk to us a little bit about your process from I want to do a, a word of the day to it actually goes into action and it's in front of students. Sure. Well, for us um, and for, for me personally, as an author, it, it begins with the story um, a, a song. As a composer, you know this. A song is very much of a story. And once and a story is written <laughs> and in that story in that song, there are words. So what we did um, is that we created, um, uh, we've got probably close to 24 animated music videos that we created um, in a television series uh, that we, we produced for PBS back in 2007 called Big Green Rabbit. And um, Big Green Rabbit was great. It was going great. We were in 60% of the market. And then all of a sudden the recession hit and we couldn't raise a nickel and heartbreaking. Um, but from that, we had created tons of really great content. And what we were fortunate enough to do is to take the bulk of that content and to repurpose it and to go into those songs, which are highly educational, as you know, um, highly entertaining, and find 10 great words in each of those songs and five a week over a two-week period. So for the first half of the school year, um, there are 18 songs. Those 18 songs are then repeated um, with five new words. So uh, our, each of our big word of the day videos really originate in our animated music videos. And then we basically define. So in every big word of the day, in less than one minute, a child sees and hears today's big word defined uh, they see it spelled correctly and phonetically. They hear it uh, defined and used in a sentence. All that happens in less than one minute. And then throughout the week, we also have the animated book, the song, the dance, and the weekly review that ties it all together and reinforces the learning of that particular word in 
a number of different modalities. So you're really hitting the learner from uh, multiple um, learning angles, right? You've got the visual, you've got reading, you've got written, you've got all these different ways to bring that point home to your target audience. That's right. And, and so we, 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 we pivoted to Big Word Club as soon as I learned what the, big, what the word gap was all about. And I said, you know, maybe, maybe we can make a difference. So we worked really hard um, on the development side. And a year later, we had sort of, you know, Big Word Club V1. Uh, and we shared it. We, we wanted to find out, first of all, if it worked. So we shared it with a thousand preschool kindergarten and early elementary school teachers in a free, free, free pilot, a three month pilot. At the end of that pilot, we learned that it really did work, that kids loved it, teachers loved it. And we really thought we had something. But the challenge for us was, um, you know, anecdotal evidence doesn't ca carry much water in the education market. And the first questions we got asked by districts, principals, et cetera, is do you have the evidence that this works? And we didn't. And when we got to that point, we knew that if we had any hope of being successful, we needed to get the evidence that Big Word Club worked. So in, in the marketing sense, we're looking for what proof of concept, something that says, here's the idea. How is this working? Now, I want to take a step back here because you basically are looking at creating something for these students and coming up with every single way possible for the students to learn those words. And I think that's a valuable lesson for every entrepreneur. And, you know, even as you're sitting here talking about that, I'm thinking about the way that we started TeacherCast eight years ago. If I tried to create a system where it doesn't matter how a teacher wants to learn visually, orally, kinesthetically, I tried to throw that all together on TeacherCast, which is, you know, why we have blogs and, and YouTube channels and audio and PD and stuff like that. When we're looking at being entrepreneurs and when we're looking at how do we reach that target audience, how do we reach that target customer, Shane, it really does come down to how many different ways can we tackle the problem that our customers have, right? If you think of your restaurant chains, like, you know, I'm hungry. Do you want a hamburger? Do you want a wrap? Do you want a bagel? Do you, you know, how many different ways can I help that target audience get what they need? And that's exactly what you guys are creating here on Big Word Club. Well, we're certainly trying, Jeff. And um, to, to finish that point of, of when we got to that point of, you know, we needed to find out if it really worked. We're talk. we basically um, are talking about doing a, or having a, 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 a very serious a randomized control trial, an RCT done. And as serendipity, uh, life and luck would have it, um, I was introduced at that time to the executive director of JPAL, which is a, a leading uh, research center based at MIT. And I basically pitched them. I said, look, guys, um, we're a for-profit company, at least on the books, we are. And um, every year, millions of poor kids enter preschool or kindergarten knowing hundreds of fewer words than their more privileged classmates. And we think we've created something that can make a difference and can improve those kids' vocabularies in really fast, fun ways. And we would like your help to prove it. And not only did J-PAL agree um, to fund it, they then put together an all-star 
um, team of academics from the University of Chicago and the University of Toronto. And for a full year, we did an RCT, a randomized evaluation, uh, control group, treatment group on the impact Big Word Club has on preschool and kindergarten kids' vocabularies. And the results were fantastic. What did you learn after doing that study? Not only about your concept, but what did you learn to then adjust as needed moving forward? That is a great question, Jeff, because we learned something that we didn't even think uh, we would learn as a result of the study. And we learned quite simply that if we had um, – so – so basically, I shared with you how we created the content for Big Word Club, Big mm -hmm. Word of the Day. Um, the next batch of content we're going to create, we're going to actually create it backwards. And instead of pulling it from songs that already exist, we're going to basically give our writing team and our, and our animators 10 words that work together that most three to seven-year-olds don't know to begin with. And we expect the the gap, the, the the improvement to be even more significant because if if kids already know a word and some of them were chosen on purpose so that they would know some of the words to give them easy wins. Um, but the more new words a child learns in a given year or the more new worlds we can take them to like rainforests, Galapagos, which we do in Big Word Club the bigger the learning, the bigger the increase. Right now, a child's, on average, a child's vocabulary will improve by as much as, uh, by as many, by as much as 13 percentile points in as little as 17 weeks. We think we can increase that up into the 20s and 30s. So you have your idea. You find your proof of concept. You you took it out, you got some funding. Now you're able to move forward and start production on these pieces. What's, what's that next step after you shake the hand and you got a couple, uh, you know, uh, uh, some funding behind this to move forward? What do you do then? Um, the next step is you basically um, talk about it. <laughs> you market it. You let folks know that it's, it's available and here's what it is. And, but I mean, we price Big Word Club as low as we possibly could because we want it to be in as many schools and homes as possible to do as much good as it possibly can. And we price it at $59.99 a year for unlimited access, 60 bucks a year. But even not all schools can afford that. Mm -hmm. Not all teachers can afford that out of their own pocket if a school doesn't buy it for them. So we created this program called From One to Many, and that is for every – classroom, school, or district subscription in Big Word Club that we sell, we give one away to a Title I school. That's a wonderful idea. Uh, thanks. It's, uh, it's, a wonderful, um, it's a wonderful thing to try to do to help as many people as you can. So many teachers out there are looking at these ideas and saying, okay, how do I do this? But still, I have a day job. I have a family. I have other things that are going on in my life. Could you talk to us a little bit about any, you know, give us any advice here. Like for anybody that's looking to, to jump out of the classroom or jump into the classroom with other side hobbies and interests, how, how does one find time to juggle? 
I, I think that's one of the most difficult things is, is to, because it, first of all, inventing something um, takes time. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have time because your, your life is occupied by making a living, um, taking care of your family, you know, your job, whatever, um, it's, it's one of the, I think it's one of the big obstacles of, of really breaking out of this mold. So I think it's different for everybody. Um, I know many entrepreneurs who with families moved back to their parents' home while they were creating this dream that they had because there was no other way financially to do it. Um, it's different for everybody, but, but for me, um, I was lucky that I was able to sell, you know, back my partnership to my partner, which gave me a little bit of a cushion that allowed me the time to create, um, my first kids TV show, which was, um, which was called Zazu You, and it's where I wrote the crayon box that talked. There always comes that point in time, I think, with every entrepreneur where it's time to realize that you can't do everything by yourself. And whether that means you have to find friends to help you, partners to kind of lend a hand, or you have to hire people to to do the work for you, there's always that point where you have to feel like you're giving up your baby to have somebody else help you with that journey. Talk to us a little bit about that, right? Because on one hand, you've got these ideas for things, but on the other hand, you, you know, you're not the guy that's going to do all the writing, all the animating, all the, the graphic work. All the, how, do you, how do you finally make that transition from I'm doing everything to, all right, now it's time to build a team and share that vision? Yeah, um, you're absolutely right. Uh, no one can do everything. And um, I've, I, th- I think for me... Um, I think the thing that has allowed me to 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 be a good collaborator over the years is that um, whatever I do bring to the table, uh, let's say it's uh, let's talk about the crayon box, the talk for a second. It's a simple poem. It's a 90 second poem that um, I wrote uh, over 30 years ago when my oldest son was three years old. I kept it in my back pocket for 15, 16 years Mm. until as life kind of would have it. I went, I was offered a position as the founder and president of random house entertainment. And in the publisher's meeting, the first publisher's meeting I I attended, I said, well, you know, I, I wrote this poem that I think would, would, would maybe make a good book. And the publisher said, well, let's hear it. (laughs) So I uh, (laughs) stood up and I narrated this poem that I uh, took all of 90 seconds. And at the end of the poem, um, the whole room applauded. And he said, that should be a book. And I said, well, I, th- I thought that for a while. And it was the beginning of that book became another, my second children's television series. And it, and, 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 but, but no, I, I'm not the illustrator of the book. Um, so the publisher first said, well, we, we need to find an illustrator. They found an illustrator, did a wonderful job on the book. And then we created a, um, a live action and animated television series, which requires an even bigger team. But, but it starts with an idea. In this case, it was a single singular idea of a 90 second poem called the crayon box that talked, um, which basically, um, 
teachers use it. Um, you know, um, so, uh, Random House publishes the hard co- hardcover um, book, and Scholastic um, publishes the the paperback. And m- millions, or, or over a million, uh, teachers have bought that book and use it at the beginning of every school year uh, to, to teach kids. It's about a box of crayons that that doesn't get along, and um, uh, it's really a, a message about um, the appreciating appreciating one another and, and creating unity from diversity. And uh, it does it in a, in, in a very quick and easy way. And, um, you know, it, it's, it, I'm, I'm just so honored that it, that it's still being used in the classroom today. Well, I got to tell you, it's helping with the, uh, with the unity and the diversity of a, of a wonderful pair of triplets at, at my house <laughs> almost every night. So we, we talk about the differences between uh, one, you know, one child versus the other child versus the other child, and they're starting to have these great conversations. So you oh, know cool. that these things that you're doing are working. Let's kind of complete the circle here and say, all right, now that you've got your funding, you've got your single idea, you've you started to build your team. Now you're in production. At, at what point do you say it works? And at what point do you say, nope, I've got that's that's volume one. I'm now going to do volume two and expand or keep going. What? Yeah. Cause you're never really finished, right? Like no yeah. entrepreneur is ever really done. No, it, it, it's nothing is it's, 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 it's a constant evolution and, and, and improve and searching for how can I do this better? Um, what can I do to make it better? Um, and for us, we're at the point right now where, um, we're a small company. Um, we, we've, Created something that addresses a large unmet need, and it's a need that's been hanging around for a long time. And um, we want to make as big of an impact on that problem as possible. So, what we're really looking to do now is to partner with the right company that has existing distribution into schools, homes that can take what we've created and. Um, do with it uh, something that you know, you know, something that we may never be able to do if we just try to do it all ourselves. So it's 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 about letting go of, of the baby in order to help uh, do more good. We're talking today to Shane DeRolf, the creator of Big Word Club. You can find out more information about all the great stuff over there at Big Word Club. I got to tell you, Shane, it is an amazing product it is an amazing program and one you know you talk about proof of concept my kids love it it's one of those things that we've been watching now we're actually putting it on before bed because they love listening to it they love the animation they love how colorful everything is and i gotta tell you it is a great story that you've just told us of how you basically started with this single idea and you grew it into something that is absolutely amazing and it works and it's affecting millions of students around the world well thank you so much jeff and so happy that that it's helped that your children are enjoying it as well if you guys are out there looking to learn more about the great stuff with Shane and everything he's doing, we're going to have all of the links over here on TeacherCast. This is, of course, TeacherCast podcast episode number 205. Now, Shane, just to kind of wrap up here and, and think about the future, where, where do you see children's programming? And I'll, I'll talk bigger than Big Word Club right now, but, you know, we've got so much programming on TV, on the Internet. All these children's authors are coming out with some great stuff. As we move forward into that 21st century, 
We've got augmented reality, virtual reality. We've got interaction. Where, where are you seeing or where would you like to see children's programming and children's educational media over the next five or six years? Well, I think consistent with our goal with, with Big Word Club is, is I would love to see um, more companies, um, more government programs, more nonprofits, for-profits working on, on, the, on, on, on the problem itself. And that is how do we create better tools that inspire conversation between parent and child? How do we get parents to talk more to their kids because when they do that, and we're talking really from birth to three is the critical years. When parents talk more and have more engaged and richer conversation with their children, their children become smarter and they develop vocabularies that they otherwise may never get, may never have. So my, my goal and my interest and my passion in the future of educational entertainment, whatever um, whatever form it's delivered in, if it can find ways to inspire those kinds of conversations between parent and child, caregiver and child from birth to three, I think that's the home run. Because at the end of that, everybody wins. The, the child wins, the family wins, society wins. Um, and what a happy ending. <laughs> And a happy ending indeed. You know, these are the these are the things that my wife and I think about every single night when we're sitting there reading book after book, and we take them to the library. And we want to know what your stories are out there. If you have any questions on this, please check us out over on TeacherCast. Follow us on Twitter at TeacherCast. Check out all all of our great entrepreneurial resources over at BuildYourEduBrand.com. And let us know what you guys are thinking. If you have an idea that you need help with, I'm sure Shane would be happy to help you guys out, and we'd be happy to help you out. You can check out everything over on teachercast.net. I hope you guys are having a great start to your school year. Many of us are already back at school. I know I'm starting a new um, school year very, very soon coming up. Shane, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for creating some great content, and thank you for helping us inspire our children, not only here at home, but across the world. You're doing some great work, my friend. Keep up all the goodness that you guys are doing over at BigWordClub.com. Well, thank you so much, Jeff, and thank you so much for the opportunity to share what we're doing with um, with your audience. Absolutely, my friend. And if you guys out there would like to share your passions with educators around the world, we would love to have you guys as a guest. Just head on over to TeacherCast.net, fill out a little form, let us know that you guys are out there. We would love to share your stories on the TeacherCast Educational Network. Don't forget that we've got some other great podcasts happening. Every single Monday morning, we have our Ask the Tech Coach podcast, a perfect show for educational technology coaches and anybody interested in learning more about professional development. And if you're a podcaster or looking to get into using audio or video in your classrooms, you can check out over the great stuff over at educationalpodcasting.com and our new channel, podcastingwithstudents.com. If you're looking to bring podcasting into your classrooms, check out everything over on educationalpodcasting.com today. So on behalf of Shane and everybody here on the TeacherCast Educational Network, my name is Jeff Fredberry, reminding you to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students. <laughs>